Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. We've got a jam-packed show for you today, so we're not going to waste any time. We're going to go to the phones and talk to our good friend, Brad Prope, Bear Mountain Outfitters. This is where we've hunted the last couple of years for elk and uh, had a great, great time. So, Brad, thanks for being with us today. How are you, sir? I'm good, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Hey, man, you bet, you bet. Well, I tell you, you know, man, we met good night, I guess, Three, two years ago, I guess, ISE, and um, we've been able to hunt with you now a couple of years, and uh, boy, I had a just fabulous, fabulous time. But for those that haven't um, heard about you before or on the show, uh, let's take a minute and just tell us a little bit about Bear Mountain Outfitters there in Kremlin. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I guess the best way to, you know, online to kind of find us, our, our website's kind of under construction right now, but uh, if you get on our Facebook page, just at Bear Mountain Outfitters uh, or Instagram, um, a lot of the clients enjoy just kind of keeping up with us because I do a pretty good job of posting what we do uh, day to day or week to week, and uh, we uh, we have, we enjoy a very high success um, every week, and we have for uh, the last decade that I've been up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a neat way to kind of follow along with what's going on up here. But, yeah, uh, fifteen thousand acres of private property. We have about seven and a half miles of the Continental Divide cut straight through the ranch. Um, so it's it's good hunting to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the property, I mean, man, when you just get there, I think the last year or the first year we were there, you know, man, to stand on the deck there at, at your lodge there, your home, and uh, um, just look over and, man, see hundreds of elk on that first day. It was just unbelievable and just absolutely a beautiful property. Yeah, it's pretty special. I've been blessed to be up here and, and uh, live on the place and raise my family here. And then, you know, to run around with you guys in the woods is just all extra credit for me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, the most recent, which, uh, well, I shouldn't say most recent, but starting out the season, archery. And uh, that was when we came there and visited with you. And uh, I think we had eight or nine guys in camp there. And, uh, man, a lot of guys got some really, really nice bulls there in archery. And, um, uh, boy, so just great success. And one that just really stands out to everybody is the uh, gentleman and his wife, and I know you've posted that video, and we'll tell folks how to find that. And uh, maybe the shortest archery shot in history. <laughs> I don't know how one could be any shorter than about two feet, but I mean that guy's heart had to be pounding. Oh, that guy's still on a cloud. Uh, and for him, you know, for those of you who haven't seen the video, go to our Facebook page and scroll through my videos, and uh, there's a, a gentleman. Just, you know, this was just the stars were aligned, and the gentleman, uh, you know, we got in front of the elk, and the the guy almost got run over. He shot this elk, a nice bull, at two feet, and 90 seconds later, his wife shot one. She's about about 30 yards to his right. She shoots the next bull that comes in, a bigger bull, 90 seconds later, at 10 yards. So combined distance of, of not even 11 yards and they both shot these two bulls it was unreal and all on video too yeah no because I, I mean that's one of those things like you got to show it to believe it and when you post it i was like wow that really was two feet i mean barely had enough room for the arrow <laughs> clearance out of the bow <laughs> but it yeah was... i kind of i posted a, i helped posted a, a still like i screenshotted the video 
and there's so I kind of did a teaser for a few days. I just posted the picture, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's Photoshop." But when you watch the video, you realize, "Holy moly, he did just shoot that bullet two feet away." Yeah. And, you know, one thing I really liked about, you know, just the way you do your operation and and just being very transparent, that was my first archery hunt. I've been a rifle hunter all my years. But, uh, um, you know, when you you come there and you all have your, your first meeting and kind of let everybody meet the guides and you kind of go through your safety things and you, your, um, I hate to say rules, but, hey, your, your kind of uh, standards and guidelines that you give out, um, you know, very smart, I think, to ask everybody kind of, hey, what is your effective range it doesn't mean how far your bow will shoot or your rifle will shoot and i think we can cover this with both whether it's rifle or archery but really what is your effective range that you're confident in making a good shot and uh, on that first day because it does tend to change as you get deeper into the hunt but i think that's a very smart way so explain a little bit about that yeah i i um you know the property and the animals you know we all are in love with elk in general and then the property just deserves deserves to be run correctly and in a, in my meeting i i kind of just take control and i and i just make sure that everybody understands that that we're not you know we're taking this very seriously and we're going to give the elk all the respect so there's a little bit of me being on team elk versus team hunter here when i'm saying this um i don't want guys shooting over 40 yards on my property and i want a broadside shot we're going to be an elk every day as you can testify to um, absolutely it's a it's four-day hunt you're going to be an elk every morning and every evening so it's 40 yards so some guys are effective at 60 yards. That's fine. I know that there's a lot of guys out there. You can take that shot as well. But if when I have that meeting, I look at everybody in the eyes and I say, what's your range? And, and, and be honest with me. And when they tell me it's 35 yards, that's great. I respect the truth. Now it's 35 yards the first morning, and it's 35 yards the last 15 minutes on the last day. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be throwing a Hail Mary at 60 yards just because it's the last night. That's that's disrespectful to the animal. So I just, like I said, I kind of I use that reference that I, you know, kind of team elk. Um, I want my clients to get up, but I don't want to wound animals. And this has just kind of evolved over the years of nobody likes a wounded animal. Um, and, and I just, I just you know, respect the animal and try to stand up for him. Sure. And, you know, we've got kind of an unusual opportunity we, we're going to uh, throw out to you right now for our listeners. But uh, I, I will testify, and I mean, I'm, uh, this isn't in the sales pitch. This is absolute fact. Um, if you are ever interested in going on a very good guided elk hunt and uh as brad just said getting into elk and i will attest to that uh, for the last two years um you need to call brad and get on his list so to speak and uh and every once in a while something happens i mean we've all been there where we've had plans to go and something happens in this case uh we have a one slot for a third rifle uh that is available at bear mountain outfitters and uh brad what's the best number for them to call you Yep, so um, reach me on my cell phone at 970-485-9246. We are, uh, it's it's spotty on the ranch, half and half service. So if you don't get me, just leave a message or send me a text message. Or if you look up that Facebook page, you can send a message through there. Um, I'm really good about getting back to people, whether it's voicemail or or whatever. So um, if I don't get... If I don't answer the phone, just leave me a message, and, and I'll get you on. And, and there's one spot. Uh, it just opened up last week. The gentleman's just going through some stuff, and he asked if I could try to fill it. So uh, this is a pretty good opportunity for somebody to get their foot in the door in my operation. Um, so there you go. Absolutely. And, and you know, I mean, 
you get a lot of returning guests, and I mean, I, I can vouch for that as well. So, I mean, when we say if you ever want to get in, I'm telling you, you need to do it as soon as possible. Get on a list where you can get in uh, because they do not overhunt this property. And, uh, boy, just a great, great deal. So, again, give Brad a call at 970-485-9246. That's 970-485-9246. And just mention you heard him here on Sportsman of Colorado. So, Brad, let's talk about the different types of lodging that you have available because we got, we've got to experience uh, both. So take a minute and just kind of tell us about that. Sure, yeah, thanks. I, I'd love to uh, explain that. So um, we have uh, the, the ranch, like I said, you know, it's a big, big property. And during archery season, I run two different camps um, because archery is so much less impactful. Um, so during archery season, I have one camp. Uh, it's a, a, you know, a little bit cheaper price point. But uh, it's three little cabins. Uh, each cabin sleeps has two uh, two beds in it, and uh, just like a dresser and a heater. But they're nice. Um, and then uh, the one main two-story cabin that's out there on the property, uh, it's you know the guides will sleep and the cook will sleep upstairs there, and then one big dining hall down bottom. But when you come here, we we spoil you. Um, the food, we, I mean, it, the food is top notch. Um, the service is great. Our, yeah, our guides are are all very uh, very professional and. You know, it's not a big party up here. This is about uh, effective hunting. And uh, so there's that. And then the other side of the mountain is uh, we have, it's like, a you know, a million-dollar lodge, a big, huge uh, mansion-type deal that we put people up in there. So there's a little bit higher price point on that one. Um, but you won't be disappointed for sure. And, and the neat thing about our property is that both of those camps, um, you're not driving two hours to get to start hunting. We have shot elk out of each, each camp, you know, walking from camp a couple hundred yards so they're in the middle of the property <laughs> yep so um yeah it's a quite the setup to say the least sure again brad probes is our guest bear mountain outfitters you can follow him on facebook and instagram and um again if you've got questions you're welcome to to give us a call here at sportsman colorado we've been there the last couple of years and uh just had a great great time and um you know i mean it's hunting and I always tell people brad just because it's a private ranch and and uh, you know guided hunt i mean boy there's no guarantees of things but i will guarantee you this uh you will not be set up any better by any other outfitter than what you guys try to do and your your guides work hard to get get everyone a shot for sure yeah, yeah, thanks, Scott. I, yeah, and then uh, if you want to, um, we'll be at the ISE show there in Denver. I don't know the dates. I'm, I don't know if you know those dates, Scott. Yeah, that's January 9th uh, we'll through there. the 12th, yeah. And so we'll be at the International Sportsman's Expo. Brad will be there, and we'll have him on our show there as well. From our live shows, we'll be doing there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and uh, give you a chance to meet him. And um, I'm, I'm telling you, it's just a, a great, great place. And and, you know, it's really hard, and, I mean, that's one thing we don't do here uh, as far as myself with Sportsman Colorado. We do not really recommend people that we haven't been with or hunted with, um, ate their food, slept in their bed, so to speak, and really been there and done the experience. And so um, we 100% endorse Brad and, and what he's done there and just has a first-class uh, operation. His wife, Kelly, there does a tremendous job with the food, as he mentioned. And uh, I promise you, the, the rustic cabin deal that we just experienced, I mean, man, all you're looking for at night is a bed anyway. <laughs> and they are very comfortable. So uh, hot showers and all. So, uh, man, it is the, a good setup there. So besides, uh, let's talk about first rifle a little bit. How'd that end up for you? 
oh, some of these people out there are going to hate me when I tell them the truth about this. But <laughs> we, uh, we had nine hunters uh, first week of, uh, well, for, through first rifle. Um, so I'm sorry, we had eight hunters. I only hunt eight people a week um, on the 15,000 acres, which is a lot of elbow room. So we had uh, eight hunters and we shot nine elk. So uh, one guy got a cow and a bull. So uh, I would say we're, we did pretty good. I would say that's pretty good, absolutely. Well, Brad, hey, man, so, uh, I hope we can fill this slot for you. Again, this is third rifle, and, um, I mean, a great, great opportunity to go out, uh, hunt a nice property that, that really you can't get on, I'm telling you, for a few years anyway. So if you'll give Brad a call, 970-485-9246. Let him know um, you'd love to do that. I would call as soon as you hear this because this will not last long. So, Brad, hey, man, we appreciate it, and um, we will be in touch with you. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to still try to get out there if I can and get a bear with you. So I'll be in touch with you. Yeah, I need help with these bears up here. Yeah, man, you got a nice one the other day. Wow, that was a nice four bear. Four, yeah, 400 pounds. Big wow, bear. man, very cool. Well, man, we appreciate it. Appreciate all you've done for us, and uh, we'll look forward to being out there again with you. Fantastic. Thanks for your time, Scott. Okay, it. Brad. That's Brad Probst, Bear Mountain Outfitters. Again, follow him on Facebook, Instagram. Take advantage of this. This is one hunt, third rifle, 970-485-9246. This is Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. Hunting Gear Outfitters, a specialty gear showroom for all your hunting gear needs. Hi, I'm Ted Ramirez. So if you're headed on a self-guided or guided hunt for deer, moose, or anywhere in the world, stop by Hunting Gear Outfitters, home of Caribou Gear Outdoor Equipment Company. We are located at 8955 South Ridgeline Boulevard in Highlands Ranch. Questions, tips, and tactics are free, so call 303-798-5824 or visit us at huntinggearoutfitters.com. You will regret not seeking medical treatment. Take it from Kevin Flesh with Flesh and Beck Law. Even small accidents sometimes create injury to human beings in the car. So I've, I've had a number of cases where the amount of damage to the vehicle is $1,000 or less. And the people thought they were okay leaving, leaving the scene of the accident, but two or three days later, then they have the whiplash or they have the symptoms that were caused from the accident. And so you just want to make sure that you get good information when an accident happens. Whether or not you feel like you need it, seek medical treatment immediately after an accident. Then call Kevin Flesh with Flesh and Beck Law for a free, no obligation consultation. Call 303-806-8886. That's 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Let's talk about Phoenix Weaponry here. Aaron Casey's with us, the owner of Phoenix Weaponry, live from the Tanner Gun Show. Aaron, how are you, sir? Doing well, you? And we're doing great, man. We're doing great. And uh, I told Victoria, I said, now look, we got to go to the Tanner Gun Show today after the show. So uh, hopefully we're yeah. going to make it down there. We, I say that, and then I get home, and there's other things she had planned. But uh, we're going to get down there right after the show and see you. But, um yeah, talk about what all you guys um, display there a little bit for everyone. It's hard to give everything because, um, man, you guys do so much. Uh, we got a lot of Cerakote out, a lot of our suppressors, 
um, a couple of production weapons. We got a Jane and a Charlie sitting on the table. Um, you know, just kind of getting everybody ready. You know, hunting season is here, so we're talking to suppressors with a lot of people for next year's hunt. And then we have my integrally suppressed rifle that'll be. I think she's not going to make it down to this, or she's not going to be here today. Um, taking her out Sunday for shooting, so got to go hunting with some clients. So, but yeah, we'll be we'll have several suppressors down there, some hunting style stuff. And hopefully, a forty-five seventy on the table, great way to play with. Right, and you know, are you seeing more now um, the whole hunting side of getting more in with suppressors from the you know hunters? Oh yeah, it's it's become like the new thing. Finally, is you know you can be suppressed you've you've hunted suppressed it's sure the way to go oh man no more no more no more earmuffs and then if you are not wearing earmuffs that nice ring that stays with you through the night right so you know it's just kind of the animals aren't really disturbed other hunters aren't disturbed so it's really pretty much the only way to hunt in europe it's it's required you know hard to get guns but suppressors are easy here it's guns are easy suppressors are hard so <laughs> right right now, uh, man, probably seems like longer to you uh, the move uh, that you did there to Berthard. Uh, take us, take us a minute and uh, tell us about um, the shop now and um, where you guys are and finishing all that out. Well, we're getting real close. Uh, a lot of the remodeling is finally buttoning up. Uh, we jumped to a 10,000 square foot facility off Second uh, Street, Berthard. So we actually have now a dozen machining centers. We have six gunsmiths. We've got coding. Um, everybody's kind of all settling in finally. And it's taking a lot longer to get the place beaten into beaten into submission than I wanted, but it's coming along. Sure. And you know, when you talk about gunsmith, what what are most of the things that you uh, are finding that people are bringing in for you know gunsmithing? A lot of broken guns lately. Uh, stuff snapped off. Stocks broken. Hunting season, I think, comes along, and then, you know, everybody wants to fix their stock they broke last year at hunting. So, you know, we spend a lot of time fixing that stuff, restorations, uh, lots of lots of uh, guns with broken little pieces. So yeah. we've been fixing a lot of stuff lately. Gotcha. Aaron Casey is our guest. Phoenix Weaponry is a company. Get down to the Tanner Gun Show and see them, and uh, let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. And it's real hard to give out a... A blanket type of discount because we don't know what you need and, and and what all if you're looking for something custom or you're needing some gunsmithing whatever but i promise you this if you mention you hear about them on sportsman of colorado i promise you aaron will do something special for you and take care of you and um so just let him know you heard about him here you know when you get into the ars and all um boy once people shoot the ones that you know that you've made for me they're they, i mean it's it's funny it's the first time i you know, pull the trigger on one. You just look at the person standing next to you, whoever that may be, and just like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. But when you talk about what makes a good rifle, I mean, if you had to just say one, does it start with the barrel? I mean, what what makes a really, really good precision rifle? Well, much like with any uh, bolt action or any other kind of weapon, it's all about the fit, final fit and finish. So if it's, you know, kind of hastily put together or sloppily put together, then you're definitely going to struggle with uh, the accuracy and everything like that, but it's all about the final fit and finish, the, the fit of the barrel, the quality of the metals, uh, the quality of the trigger components, all of it are all come into play for the final uh, piece of deliverable product. Mm -hmm. uh, if you skimp, then it definitely does never feel like it's custom. Right. 
Now, you're doing, um, I believe I saw an event that you're going to be doing about some kind of bill class. Yes. Yeah, let's talk. Up at Liberty Firearms Institute, you have a choice of four of our weapons, and you pick out the weapon you want, you pay for it on our website, and then you sign up for the class. We're looking for 10 people. We'll have a private class. There'll be three of us in there doing the instruction, and you'll get to put every component of your weapon together. And so it's kind of cool. You get to order a custom weapon, hmm. and then you get to put it completely together under with instruction. Wow. That's good to get your instruction. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that always just scares me. And I mean, you go to a lot of the, and you know, I mean, Tanner Gun Show is a great show, but we've talked about this before, and I'll say it because I know you're not here to, you know, cut down competition, and I'm not trying to cut them down either. I'm just saying you got to be very careful when you go buying pieces from companies that you don't know anything about and if they could be there for one show and you will never see them again and they can talk about warranty all they want, and but you never know so um i mean just just as good advice um take a minute and say you know a little bit about just piecemealing stuff together again from companies you don't know anything about well you've got a lot of offshore parts coming in right now kind of flooding the market so what we're seeing is a lot of substandard pieces uh hitting the shores and so we're finding what you know people coming in with stuff that is broken that i have never ever seen broken before it doesn't make any sense how the stuff is even breaking other than it's just made out of the wrong materials so um you know if the price seems too good to be true it probably is mm -hmm. and you know you are trying to control an explosion we want you to be safe we want your you know your family to be safe so you just kind of need to be paying attention you know to to the quality and how things look and feel and you know like i said if the price is, seems too cheap it probably is I right. want to take a harder look at it, you know, make sure that it's going to survive or not hurt you. Right. And what we, what do you charge someone, let's say someone, you know, has built something and they're like, you know, man, maybe before I put a round in here and pull the trigger, I should get it checked out. I mean, do you do, will you, do you offer some kind of service there to maybe do some kind of quality check for something? We do, and we have no problems doing that for you. We want you to be safe. We want you to be happy. Um, mostly safe, mm -hmm. and so um, it's. I think it's like sixty bucks, seventy-five dollars to check headspace, and I'll wow. make sure that we have an overpressure deal. And while they're at it, they usually do a quick safety check. I think it's like forty bucks, and then you can, you know, make sure that your safety is working properly and everything's where it's supposed to be, and then, you know, then you should be good to go. Sure. sure. Again, if you're just joining us, getting in the car, turn on the radio. Aaron Casey is with us, Phoenix Weaponry. They are located in Bertha, 504 North 2nd Street. And um, if you get a chance to get around there and let Aaron or one of his guys take you on a tour of the new facility there, I promise you it will impress you. And what will impress you more is what they turn out, and that is precision firearms at their finest. And, Aaron, I tell you, boy, I don't know of any gun that's gotten more attention from you than the 4570. So, um Man, talk a minute about that. Well, we, we decided a long time ago, I, I had this idea to cut the rim off of the uh, 4570 government, stick it in a semi-automatic weapon, and then, of course, because we have a higher pressure receiver, we started pumping up the, uh, up the pressures on it, up into the appropriate for the, um, the AR-10 platform. So we're pushing a 325-grain bullet at uh, 2,400 feet per second, and roughly 4,000 foot-pounds of energy out of that uh, weapon. So it's it's a good time. It, it works real well. 
Wow. You know, I recently got a, a 6.5 by 300 Magnum, and uh, I shot an antelope with it about a week ago. And, uh, man, talk about a nice rifle, Weatherby. And um, what suppressor would it have to be on that? What what can would you look at for something like that? We have a brand-new 30 cal that's out at Silencer Shop for testing. And then um, I'd probably go more towards that maybe and see what you think of that. Right. Uh, but a Lua can will have to hold that any, uh, no problem. Wow. Because, yeah, I think that would be a, a super cool deal to get that hooked up on that rifle. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And one thing, too, uh, real quick, uh, you know, when we talk about custom, I mean, you do. And I think that's one thing that you're, you're seeing a lot more females out in shooting at, at you know, ARs and different competition and different things like that so i mean i i think a lot of times you know people think about our shows more geared for guys and shooting but i'm telling you what you can make there um in the weight of a rifle uh, for females is excellent too yeah we like to balance out the weapon appropriately for the person shooting it and for the job at hand so you know if uh, my wife prefers her rifle uh with a little more weight in the in the buttstock area and that way it helps her balance it out in her hands easier um when I run my guns very barrel heavy because I like to carry them barrel down uh, when I'm out running around. And so, you know, I, I put a lot more weight in the barrel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just really fitting it to the job and fitting it to the person and making sure, you know, if you are going to take your wife out shooting and she's not happy or not having fun, then she's probably not going to want to go again with you. So we like to make it where, you know, they like to join you and have fun and build them a gun that they can be proud of and, and like it. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey, man, I know you're busy out there at the Tanner Gun Show. So, again, if you decide to get out there today or tomorrow, stop by the Phoenix Weaponry booth and at least meet Aaron. Let him know you heard about him here on the show and take a look at what all they've got. And one thing with the suppressors we'll mention real quick, I mean, man, you make it very easy for everyone because you can kind of do everything you need to do right there in your shop, right? Correct. We'll do all your fingerprints, your photographs, your Form 4s, uh, help you write out your check to the ATF. We mail all of it for you, everything. So that way it doesn't end up accidentally getting mailed anywhere where it's not supposed to be or, and you don't have to run to Kinko's for your photographs. You don't have to go down to the local PD for your fingerprints. So we try to do it all in one shot. Okay, good deal. Well, man, hey, I'll cut you loose. I know you probably got people waiting to meet you and talk with you. So uh, we'll be down there here in a little bit. So we appreciate it. Sounds good. See you guys soon. All right. Aaron Casey, Phoenix Weaponry. Again, their new shop, 504 North 2nd Street in Berthard. Get by and take a look. We'll be right back. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracote and Cerakote areas. Family-owned and operated, Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting, and long-range precision firearms. Also, suppressors, from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496 or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. 
Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays, which airs from 1 to 2 p.m., catch us on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. or again later in the afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. And hopefully one of those three times will work out for you. We're going to go phones now and talk to our good friend Denny Barons with Big Game Forever. Uh, Denny is the regional director there for Big Game Forever and a great friend of our show. And so, Denny, thanks for being on with us. How are you, sir? Good, Scott. And how are you doing? I'm doing great, bud. A little hunting season going on, so I didn't do too well in my archery. Seed hunt didn't get a shot, but I have been able to take an antelope and a doe so far and still got a private land cow tag I'm working on, so still got a few things out there. <laughs> Well, when it comes to the archery tag, we can both hang our head and cry together. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I tell you, you look forward to it my, so long, you know. My son took a good bull, though, so we're happy. I saw that, and yes, he did. He sure did, for sure. Well, again, uh, Denny's with Big Game Forever. So, Denny, let's start out for those. It's been a while since you've been on. Um, let's talk out a little bit about who Big Game Forever really is and what you guys are doing. Okay. Again, uh, Big Game Forever is a national sportsman's advocacy group. We work on basically political wildlife issues, and, you know, probably for the past four and a half years, we've been heavily engaged in the wolf issue here in Colorado. And back in January, uh, we helped formulate a group called Colorado Stop the Wolf Coalition, and I serve as the co-chair uh, on that committee on the wildlife side and a gentleman by the name of Scott Oliver is the co-chair on the livestock side. Okay. And so we've been working uh, with that coalition and developing, um, you know, videos and, and been speaking around the state doing uh, presentations and PowerPoint presentations, uh, talking to county commissions about getting their um, no wolf introduction resolutions done um, because that's going to be critical uh, once they qualify for the ballot. We definitely need to get people involved and uh, to stand up and say no to wolf introduction, forced introduction of wolves into the state of Colorado. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what we've been up to the last, since January, it's basically been 24-7 working on that issue right and um well i tell you this is you know people just don't understand and that's why we're going to spend a few minutes today talking about it um what that would mean to the elk population here in colorado and uh, you know deer everything i guess but uh so, i mean what have you seen and you know in all y'all's research from wyoming montana idaho all that with what wolves did there okay the latest thing we got, we uh, had a conversation with the Wyoming Fishing Game, and they sent us a document called their 2008, uh, 2018 Wolf Report. And in that document, um, it shows the decline of their elk and deer and moose population. Um, and most of that, according to them, pertains to depredation by wolves. The real critical one is the moose. Mm -hmm. In 1996, Wyoming claims that they had over 10,000 moose. And by 2017, they barely had 1,300. Um, it's almost a 90% loss. And all of, 
what they're saying was that the majority of that is contributed to the wolf. And so we're looking at that and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, Colorado has spent a tremendous amount of money uh, reintroducing wolves into the state. It's probably become the icon species in the state, moose. Um, everybody wants to see a, a moose. They go out Grand County all over the place, sure. Lake City, to see a moose. And uh, so we're really concerned over that because, you know, it seems like the moose have been the number one target in Idaho and Montana and Wyoming for wolves. And I'm not trying to downplay the elk populations at all. Uh, like the greater Yellowstone herd mm -hmm. lost anywhere from 22,000, 23,000 down to 3,000. Uh, the Lobo herd is probably in Idaho basically gone. That's with the outfitters. And, and we've even had uh, ranchers up there say that those herds are gone and they won't come back as long as wolves are in the area. So it's very critical that people, especially sportsmen, understand that if we get an introduction of wolves in this state on top of wolves naturally migrating into the state, we're going to have serious problems here in the state within 10 years. Yeah, yeah for sure. Denny Barons is with us, Big Game Forever. Check them out, biggameforever.org, and uh, we'll talk a little later how you can help. And uh, they have a lot of different membership levels there. And we'll mention now, International Sportsman's Expo is coming up in January. That is the 9th through the uh, 13th. And, uh, boy, it is going to be a great, great time. Denny and them are going to be um, represented there as well. And, of course, we will be there. And I said 9th through the 13th. That's 9th through the 12th, actually, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we'll be having some tickets for that uh, coming up in the next few weeks, which we'll be giving away here on our show. So be sure and stay tuned for that. So, Denny, I mean, where do we start? I mean, you know, this is something that I really want to try to work on throughout the rest of this year and next year. Is, I mean, a lot of great organizations like yourself, and you guys have a lot of meetings and have all this knowledge. And then how do we get that out to the sportsmen and outdoorsmen out there? You know, and that's what I think we really got to work on together with everybody is really just trying to get everybody well informed on the different issues and then how to get involved because if we don't get involved and we've seen this with gun rights and all the different things now I'm telling you our rights and different things are going to be whittled away just a piece at a time you bet it's the old cliche about the, the pygmy elephant hunts you know it's you kill the elephant by one slice at a time. And uh, this particular issue on the wolves, you know, it's like they're coming at us instead of with a knife, they're coming at us with an axe. And, right. Uh, we think that um, it's very important that sportsmen's organizations across the state um, rally at this time and say, okay, we're not going to allow this to happen. So one place they can go is to stopthewolf.org. There are a number of um, fact sheets there. Uh, they can click on the menu. They can look at diseases that the wolves carry. They can look at uh, predation on livestock, predation on pets, um, and some of the data that we have on declining elk and deer populations and moose populations. So that is there available for them to look at. Also, um, they can request 
that, uh, you know, someone come and do a presentation to them, whether it's their board or maybe they have an annual meeting of all their membership, uh, we can come over and do a PowerPoint presentation and really give them some information and how we're going to, uh, you know, fight this issue in the state uh, mm-hmm. once it's qualified and it's placed on the ballot. It's very critical that each sportsman get involved. And you've probably gone to the site and saw, we had Fred Eichler do a video for us. Right. And Fred did a fantastic job of, of challenging the sportsmen, the elk hunters in the state of Colorado to get involved. And uh, so it's, it, we try to make it as easy as possible. One of the other things they can do, we're looking for team leaders in each county to come alongside of us and help us to be able to disseminate information mm-hmm. down to sportsmen within their county or their county commissioners um, or their civic groups, and uh, that's very important. And they can also go to stopthewolf.org and send a message to us, and we'll get back with them to you know, see if they can help us in their area. We have a number of sportsmen that have already volunteered in a couple of the counties, and uh, we're just looking forward to, to getting that Army put together because it's going to take an Army of sportsmen and concerned citizens to stop this. Sure. Now, I mentioned your website, biggameforever.org, and um, uh, several tabs on there you can look at you know, about the organization, take action, media, join the fight. And conservation, so join the fight. You've got a place there where people can simply donate, then also become a member. And boy, you got a great range there from $25 up to a thousand bucks for a lifetime. So, kind of talk about that a minute. Sure. Um, you know, Big Game Forever's been at this fight since 2010 on the delisting of the National Wolf, uh, delisting for um, the Gray Wolf. And they can go to the website. They can click on it and join Big Game Forever. Um, you know, it, it takes money to fight these issues, and it's very important that everybody stay involved and, and do that. And so we're looking forward to people coming alongside and joining the organization and saying, hey, you know, I'm in the fight with you. Let's get this thing done and over with, and, and let's stop this insane initiative here in the state of Colorado. Yes, sir, for sure. Again, Denny Barron's is our guest for just joining us. Big Game Forever is the organization as well as, uh, is it coloradostopthewolf.org? It's, it's Colorado, it's stopthewolf.org. Oh, stop, okay, I wrote down Colorado Watson. Okay, yeah. stopthewolf.org, and uh, you can check out that website as well. And as I mentioned, uh, the International Sportsman's Expo, you guys are going to have a booth there just trying once again to educate people because, let's face it, the other side, uh, as you and I were talking before we uh, started the interview today, uh, the other side is well-organized, well well-funded. They hand out a lot of information slanted their way. And, of course, both of us feel we are given the facts, but you guys really do a lot of research to really give out the facts of what this would do. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's a number of things that we're looking at. We just, uh, there was a survey that was done by the uh, Colorado Cattlemen and the Farm Bureau, along with some money that came in from the Elk Foundation, 
And one of the key things that was produced in that survey was that the general public believes that the CPW has the highest rating of telling the truth on issues. They had a 92% rating. And so hmm. one thing that people need to understand is, and it's, it's a sorry situation within our state right now, but our CPW has had a gag order put on them about not talking about the wolf issue. And so what we've had to do is go back and, you know, talk to those retired people within CPW, uh, regional managers, area managers, asking them, you know, can you help us disseminate the truth about the wolf issue here in Colorado? And we've had excellent results from that. Um, you know, past Northwest Regional Manager Ron Velarde's done a video on moose. Uh, Perry Will is uh, area manager from uh, Glenwood, who's now a state representative for us, has done the video for us. Um, past Commissioner Dick Gray, uh, Wildlife Commissioner Dick Gray has done a video. And we just finished one with Steve Yamashita, who was the Northeast Regional Manager. And... Steve's done an excellent job of telling the public that the perceived notion that's put forth by the environmental people, the proponents of 107, the Wolf Initiative, say that wolves will help solve the CWD problem. And that's just not true. And Scott, I think mm -hmm. you know that. Sure. Doctors, when they feed on diseased animals, especially CWD, the prion remains alive in the intestines, and they can travel up to 50 or 100 miles. And when they defecate on the ground, they've actually spread the disease. And so these are the kind of facts that we're putting out. And, uh, you know, as sportsmen get a chance to see these videos, uh, they need to share them with their friends and family. And, um, and, of course, they can just, you know, click on them and put them, paste them on their own uh, Facebook page for people to view. Absolutely. Well, Denny, hey, uh, I appreciate it. And now are there any other um, things? I mean, I'd love to stress just everyone becoming a member and whatever level they want to do, because like you say, it takes a lot of money. So anywhere from $25 a year to 1000 bucks for a lifetime membership, Go to that biggameforever.org, become a member. That's your first step to being, um, you know, informed about all this. And uh, and I assume then once they become a member, then you guys probably do some, um, and I need to do this. I've been talking about it forever, so I'm going to do it myself today, uh, to be honest with you. But um, I guess you guys keep them updated with emails and things once they become a member. Absolutely. And especially if they go to stopthewolf.org and they make a donation there or Specifically, they need to sign that petition that's on that website, stopthewolf.org, because that petition will go to their state legislator, their county commissioners, and their sheriff in their county, and basically asking them, look, we are the citizens of your county. Uh, we don't want wolves introduced in here, and so we're asking their counties and their legislators to stand with them. So that's an important issue is to get to that website, sign that petition. Okay, good deal. 
Well, Denny, we appreciate it very much. And as things uh, progress along, anything else we need to know and do, uh, be sure and let us know. We'll get you back on. And other than that, we will uh, look forward to January and the International Sportsman's Expo, sir. You bet. We'll have lunch together, Scott. All right. Sounds great. That's Denny Barron's right. Big Game Forever. Again, two websites I want you to check out, stopthewolf.org and biggameforever.org. Become a member today, and that will help us out a lot. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. You will regret not calling the police after your accident. Take it from Kevin Flesh with Flesh and Beck Law. It's one of those situations where you want to make sure that you're covering your own self. And we talk about harvesting the evidence yourself, getting pictures, getting recordings of things and doing all of that. And that's important because sometimes the police get it wrong, but the majority of the time they get it right. And they're going to be trained to ask the right questions. Our public servants are there for that sort of thing, whether it's a small accident or a big accident. They're trained to get this information so that we can rely on it later. Always call the police after an accident. Then call Kevin Flesh with Flesh and Beck Law for a free, no obligation consultation. 303 806 8886. That's 303 806 8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality eye and vision care for over 50 years. Stack Optical is a family-owned business, and they're proud to be one of the few optical offices that have their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Your one-stop shop for all of your vision needs, eye exams, glasses, and contacts. And don't forget about the Stack Sports Pack. Let owner and certified optician Alan Stack customize a pair of specialized glasses that will make your next outing on the golf course or on the gun range better than ever before. Call today for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or check them out at stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to have with us now my good buddy, Alan Schaffner, Lone Star Hunts, and um, one of my favorite people and absolutely my favorite place to hunt. Not one of my favorite places to hunt, but my absolute favorite place to hunt, Lone Star Hunts, and you can check them out at LoneStarHunts.com. Hog hunting at its finest. So, Alan, thanks for being with me, man. How are you? Pretty good, Scott. We're just starting to kick off our hunting season and our hog hunting season here. Uh, last couple of weeks, we're fixing to be full-fledged into hog hunting season. Man, I tell you, I can't wait, and I'm going to have to get with you here the next day or two and get my deal uh, solidified there in December with you. But, yeah, uh, man, yeah, December. Yep, we're looking forward to it, as always. Well, again, I know you've been on several times, but for those that are just catching you right now, um, tell us a little bit about Lone Star Hunts and what's available. <laughs> 